This is a Galactic Network podcast. The Podcast of Terror is a great podcast. It's covering movies that are not for children, and thus this podcast is not for children. The hosts are two adults who will use bad words from time to time. They'll also spoil movies if that's not your thing. So if you don't like spoilers and you don't want to hear some dirty language or some dirty references to dirty parts of your body, then please, please, please wash your body parts better and do not listen to this show. If you can handle it, and I hope you can because there's a great podcast coming up, then please proceed with Podcast of Terror. Oh, you're opening a bottle. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing that you're going to cut your hand off? Uh, my roommates, when they moved out, they left a uh, three doors down bottle opener that I always used to open up stuff during the shows because it was, I was like, oh, here's this bottle opener that I'm never going to fucking carry because I don't need that shit polluting my already delicate persona in front of people. <laughs> um, and when we moved, I, I don't know if it made the move, if it didn't make the move, if I just don't know where it is. Probably I just don't know where it is. But <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I'll lose it anyway. <laughs> Sorry, Erica. I Yesterday was a, a rough, rough day for me. I spent a lot of time drinking on Saturday. I had a wedding. It's a, a friend of our, well, friend of mine, but a watcher of the show, Chris and his his wife, had their reception on Saturday. And yeah, yeah. I believe I was praying for sweet death at 2 a.m. on a toilet. I, I I just, I don't think that there's ever a time where we're, it's not Matt opens with, yeah, I was drunk at a wedding on Saturday. <laughs> Um, it, it's, it's surprising that it pushed you all the way to Monday because many a Sunday well, <laughs> show has happened with the, I was drunk at a wedding Saturday. So I got up at like 7am. So I stayed, it was about an hour and a half away. I stayed and I got up at seven and I was, I was, I didn't want to, I did not feel good. So I didn't go back to sleep. So I, so I came home. So I got home at like nine 30 in the morning and then tried to nap on the couch. And then I had to leave at 1125. Uh, Alyssa did a rabbit adoption and I went to the bar across the street <laughs> and ate wings and then had a beer. I'm like, oh, well, maybe that'll make you feel better. And then we went to a brewery because uh, Randy's <laughs> wife is a bartender at this local brewery. So we went and visited her on her second day of work. So I, I, and I didn't get drunk by any means, but I just did not feel normal. So I Because pre- you didn't get drunk. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I guess I probably would have been better off just getting drunk. But, but then we went to Walmart and we had to walk around Walmart which in and of which itself, nobody should do so. Oh my god, it is a fucking nightmare. So I just when, when I got home, I was I just had a headache and just wanted to go to sleep. And here we are. And and I it's all my fault felt probably just as shitty yesterday without any of the alcohol uh, because I'm old, fragile, and uh, in a very humid area. So like in California, I would get headaches before it would rain, and then it would rain and I'd feel okay. Yeah. In Michigan, it's like. Oh, it's raining. Oh, I feel like crap. What is going on? And I, I just, I don't know how to handle it yet. But then I felt fine after I actually took some medicine. And I need to just get used to the fact that I'm always going to have to shove pills down my gullet. Yeah. So you're, I mean, you're just on the other side of a lake from me. So we're kind yeah. of the same, but not really the same. And it was like 55, 60 all weekend and very pleasant for this time of year. And today it was goddamn 85 and humid. Yeah, no. That I watched all weekend. I'm like, it's it's 70 degrees. It's 60 degrees. Like, there's no way in shit it's going to be 86 degrees on Monday, oh. like you keep saying. And I kept watching the weather app to say, oh, we were just fucking around. It's not going to be 80-something degrees. No, it was 80-something fucking degrees. It, it literally said to me last night on the way to bed, it's like, hey, it's going to be 21 degrees warmer tomorrow. Uh, you should just leave your balls at home because they're going to be sitting there and festering in their own swell. Well, we, we have a f- another fucking flood watch. Like oh, nice. we we've had a, basically a flood watch for a month at this point, and I guess we're we've gotten like over fifty inches of rain this year, which is a record year. It sucks. Like it's it fucking yeah. sucks. But 
Yeah, there was like the weather map came out for the rain for tomorrow into Wednesday morning. And it's like the whole state is green. And then there's just this big red line right through where we live. And I'm like, this is a fucking nightmare. I'm just sick of I'm sick of it being rainy. Yeah, I don't blame you. <sighs> hey, uh, I found a, a local root beer called Wild Bill's Root Beer. Okay. Uh, and I know that I've been saying I want some I want some root beer variants because all there is is the basics, you know, it's classy as we get is fago um <laughs> so we went to our christian butcher and uh this is what they had there i'm giving this a shot there's let me see you don't get sprecker do you yeah i think we've got sprecker oh, you do okay that was a big thing here but Ooh. i think now they're they have a this couple really good sodas they have root beer they have a cream soda um This is not going to last long. No, they have probably good. They apparently have a hard seltzer now too. I was I'm just looking. I wanted to look at their sodas. Um, <clears throat> they have a cherry cola, cream soda, root beer, diet root beer, blueberry, raspberry, strawberry, red apple. They have sparkling waters now. Hmm. Delightful. Yeah, I. In California, we had a couple of spots that had a bunch of different types of sodas, and then uh, Ike's is where. Ike's the sandwich shop, which is just phenomenal. If you ever are in Northern California or any of the places where they have locations now, go try them out. Uh, do me a favor. Try a, try a deep throat. Oh, I thought it was the slutty Mario or something. Uh, close. I, I, they do have a Mario, uh, which is very close to the deep throat because I think that also <laughs> has mozzarella sticks on it. But get a deep throat. Get it as dirty as it comes. And, uh, and, and thank me later. But that's We're where done. I found the Dang root beers, which was the butterscotch root beer, which oh. was my choice for quite a while. Huh. This is this is this is just lovely. Yeah, I really wish I would have got to Ike's when I was out there, and I have no desire to ever go back to San Francisco. So no, fuck that noise. Yeah, um, sucks for me, I guess. Do uh, are you ready for the surprise of of the four years we've done this? Oh shit! Sure. I'm drinking soda. <laughs> I have a nice Zevia strawberry. It's a pink can. That is lovely. I fucking love this stuff. What is it called? Zevia. Zevia. So not stevia. Not yeah. the. It's used the with stevia. Shit. Yeah, that's oh, what they okay. use to sweeten it. Um, I don't know. It's. <clears throat> do you do you have Woodman's by you, or is that just a? I don't. No. Okay. I don't so recognize I, it. Okay, it's probably local, and I'm just making this shit up. But um, uh, they have the stuff for like two six packs for five or or six six or seven bucks, and the Meyer is like five fifty a six pack. Hmm. Yeah, so I'm like, I fucking, I'll just go down there and buy it by the case. I need a mug. Ah, oh, Jesus, Erica wants a mug that instead of saying "Tears of My Enemies," it says "Tears of Matt Stein." I want a yeah. shot glass that says "Jizz of Matt Stein." It's gonna be my dick tears. Let that one sink in. Dick Tears is semen, if you're not sure. Uh, who are also people who, who die on the boat with Dracula. Wait, what? I listened to your new show. Uh-oh. <laughs> I haven't. It it could just be Erica making fun of me for an hour, and I don't even know. Uh, no, she spreads it out a little bit. I think she's got dual <laughs> targets. So, so well, there's moments where you're unscathed. There's also moments where you're really quiet, so I assume that at some point you had to go poop. That's possible. There was um, I, I thought it was weird when they she asked me to record it, and then all of a sudden she had to edit it. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, it was fun. I really enjoyed it. it. It's like I enjoy that side of Erica, which we get here. Um, not that I don't love Apex and the Abyss, her own show, and and but her personality, her own show is is a narrative. She's yeah. she's telling the stories. You know, it's fun to see her break loose and uh, and it, it, to get to just listen to it as opposed to trying to keep up with her. Um, yeah, so you can always tell, and I've given her shit for this, and this isn't even like me being mean, but you can always tell when she reads something because she uses her Apex voice, which is like her hosty reading voice, and there's nothing wrong yeah. with it. Um, no, I, I feel like I probably do the same thing. I think most people probably I, do. Yeah, I think we all do. There's um, so we actually we'll, we take turns. So I believe the next one Dan does, and then the one after that I do. Um, Dan is 
the most thorough person I have ever met in my entire life. Like fucking showed up. You remember in grade school and they had like the big paper you would draw on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just imagine him having one of those full of notes. <laughs> yes. He's he's the Monica. <laughs> I never watched Friends, but I know enough about it to understand that that's what you were referencing. That is damn well what I was referencing. Yes. Um, I see it's on Netflix, though, so I thought about watching it. I, man, I've watched that show so many times through that it, I've, I've actually had to tell myself, no, don't put on Friends. It's it's always on. You're never going to not yeah. be able to watch it again. But just give your brain a break from it. Just fill your time with something else. It's it's this this concept of choice of what to watch and then still going to the same bullshit reruns that are on all the time is is very. It, it's it's like I'm not enjoying the liberation from TV that we've been granted. Well, and that's like uh, with The Office. Like, I think The Office is great and I love it. But it, it's like there's so much other stuff out there. Like, and I feel bad. I went back and I watched Parks and Rec, which is also a show I've seen a bunch. It's great, but I don't know. Yeah, Aaron just rewatched Parks and Rec. Uh, she was going through a few different shows that she was watching the whole series of. And I mean, I'm glad to walk into the room and Parks and Rec is on. I'm like, okay, that's great. But I'm, yeah. I'm trying to find stuff that i haven't watched already stuff stuff that i've got on my my plex that i haven't made it through yet like i still haven't seen all of due south and i love due south and it's not like it's a long-lived show it's about four seasons um and i was starting to watch it when i was still in california i was watching on my lunch breaks but ran out of lunch breaks and ran out of internet while we were there actually so i haven't gotten back to it and i i just there's so many things i just finally watched the recent season of twin peaks which is from two years ago and i love fucking twin peaks and that show was fucking crazy Um, Uh, and 18 hours of crazy that feels like 37 and a half hours of crazy Um, erica's hell-bent on getting as many people to watch the good place as possible so she's telling you to watch that and i need to get to the good place i watched the first episode and then just kind of like but all right I'll, i'll come back to it and haven't gotten back to it and of course now the show's ending yeah, it's I like sending on good terms. I I may finish it now. So it started to get a little stale for me. I think what it's what's on the fourth season now. Um, yeah, it's just starting its fourth season, I think, and it, this is the last season. Yeah, fourth season. Okay, so <clears throat> maybe I did finish three. Huh? Maybe hmm, maybe I didn't give up on it then. I think I I cared. I got less excited to watch new episodes. And I believe that might be why. Like it was starting to teeter off a bit, so maybe they maybe that's why they did it. Yeah, January twenty fourth, twenty nineteen was the end of the third season. It's... Well, I also want to do like a rewatch of Veronica Mars, which I watched as it was airing, mm-hmm. um, all three seasons. And then, you know, they've had that new season. I watched I supported the movie on Kickstarter and watched the movie when it came out or before it came out when they granted it to us. Um but I want to rewatch it all and yeah, and watch the new season that just came out. Hmm. I will tell you what, since we're talking about new TV, I watched the newest episode of The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Not terrible. Oh, wow. Not good. Not terrible. But I that am really excited beats. because the 30th Treehouse of Horrors is mm-hmm. the 666th episode. Yeah. Yeah, I think that... <sighs> And hopefully th- that continues to be not terrible. Well, yeah, uh, but but the the uh, Treehouse of Horrors have generally been pretty good because they're a little more out there and they can they can do more with it. But then sometimes they still have just kind of slacked. Yep. Um, we watched this week's episode of Saturday Night Live, and it was ninety percent pure garbage. <sighs> that sucks. Because uh, they they keep giving Kyle Mooney uh, digital shorts, which is fucking why why is he I, still anyway? And then we watched uh, the new episode of the season premiere of uh, Modern Family, and that is really just a low for that show. I know they're on their last season too; they're finishing oh. off. But like Aaron was, shit, this is this is awful. I'm like. Yeah, this is not good. And we we made it through it. I said, well, I can delete it off the DVR. We don't have to watch the rest of the season. She's like, nope, we got to go through it. Yeah, we come this far. We watched the whole time. We've got to finish this off. I'm like, oh, yeah. So how was the the series finale of Breaking Bad, hon? 
And and how was the end of Nip Tuck? Because she didn't finish him. Oh, I she refused to watch the last episodes because she was too into it. And she's like, I don't want it to end. I'm like, yeah, then fuck you. And so, you're watched the last season of Bonner <laughs> Family. Like, this is our Dexter. This is fucking Dexter yes. last season. It's like, why am I doing this to myself? Um, why don't I just put a nail through my cock? Is she, oof, is she gonna? God damn, that's gnarly. Is she gonna watch um, the movie? Which movie? The Breaking Bad movie. The, Sorry, I, she didn't know about it, so I told her that that was coming up on Netflix pretty soon, and so I don't know if that's going to encourage her to to watch the last episode of the show. She also said someone spoiled it for her. I'm like, it's been fucking five years. Yeah. It's going to get spoiled. Yeah. Um, but they probably spoiled it for her early on. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I have no idea. And since I didn't really watch it, uh, it's not, it's not pressing to me. Yeah. But I, if she enjoys something, I want her to get to enjoy it. I just thought it was kind of ridiculous. It's like, yeah, we're going to keep watching this thing that we now don't like. Because we've been here the whole time. And I understand that. I mean, I went through the whole thing with Big Bang Theory. And yeah, it got see, I gave up on that a couple rough. couple seasons ago. Yeah, and I, I don't blame anybody for doing that. I couldn't make it through How I Met Your Mother after they paired Robin up with Barney. Uh, <laughs> yeah, who would do that? Yeah. I don't know. I remember Glenn, Glenn Rubenstein, saying to me, oh, what, you're not going to watch the last season? They're just about to finish off the show, and they're actually going to introduce the mother? I'm like, no, fuck this show. And I stand by it. I don't watch it in reruns. I'm like, no, it was it was good for two seasons, and then it was just directionless. It was good for two seasons. Famous last words right there. Yeah. It, some things, that, that's what I appreciate what The Good Place is doing, finishing in four seasons, realizing that this is, this is what they've got to tell, and this is what they're going to do. That makes sense. Well, I like that. So I always wonder if it was meant to be four seasons, or if they just were like, hey, we can end this or this can just go real wrong i mean if it if it feels like it's a natural point for them to say yeah hey you know we're, we're coming up in our fourth season i can see capping this now like what more do we really have to say with the show do we want it to get repetitive i mean parks and rec really the first season almost doesn't count the sexy second season is when it started to figure out what it was yeah it cut some of the dead weight brought in some new characters that were very interesting and then by the time that it got to that point of, okay, it's starting to hit its its lull, they reinvented themselves for the last season to finish it off, and they finished it off strong. Whereas The Office, it seemed like right after Michael left, I just just like, I can't watch the Ed Helms show. I can't watch Andy be Andy. I, I, I don't like yeah. this at all. Um, and so we, I was just dump, get out. Uh, I came back for the last episode of that, but... I, it, it wasn't like there was any love there at that point. It was just, okay, I get it. It ended. No, and they brought Michael Scott back just because they had to. Right, for a, a one perfect joke. Yeah. He got one perfect joke, and the show finished off, and it was it was sweet. But after Jim and Pam get married, it was like that show really had said all it had to say for me. Mm-hmm. You know, not that the other characters weren't great, not that it wasn't an ensemble cast. It all deserved something. But when that happened, and then when Michael left... Right after, I was just—I don't know that I really want to stick around for this. And right. I'm sure that there's some good stuff still, but not a whole lot. I mean, Jim then like becomes a sports writer, and that's just there's a lot of weird shit that happened. I agree; it, it, it probably should have hung it up. But season—I mean, even season one is pretty good. But two through um, five or six, maybe. Maybe even bits of seven. I think that's about that's that's about as good as it gets. Mm-hmm. Eh. And now that's one of the shows they're talking about either redoing or spinning off for the new NBC Peacock. What? Yeah. What the fuck is NBC Peacock? Uh, NBC's new streaming service that is going I to be should have assumed. Yeah, available in 2020. It's going to have The Office. It's going to have I think oh, Friends that's is going to be on there. Okay, that's why they're pulling it off Netflix. Yeah, I feel like I read that, but I drank it away. Um, but yeah, the, a lot of the stuff they're talking about bring back. They're going to do a relaunch of Punky Brewster. Uh, it, it's 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 that kind of stuff. It's like, oh yeah, these things that that you remember fondly. We're going to do everything we can to fuck it up. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a good. Like even I'm looking at NBC shows. Uh, like even Superstore is kind of getting a little shitty. 
Um, I've never gotten into that show. I mean, it was kind of funny because it reminded me of um, Employee of the Month and The Office together. Yeah. But with every great show, they find out the good things that people like about certain characters. And then like, all right, we need you to do this 8 million times more. Yeah, Beat saying uh, Peacock is doing a new Battlestar Galactica with the showrunner from Mr. Robot. I never got into Battlestar Galactica. I didn't either. Um, I, I hear a lot of people thought that the the recent revival, recent like now it's almost twenty years ago, uh, but that revival was incredible, and 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 I don't disbelieve him or anything. But th- I guess the the Mister Robot showrunner is going to come in, and he's not redoing the series so much. It, it's it's supposed to be able to coexist with the other uh, series. At least that's what he's implied, which is yeah. good. You know, I that's the thing is I don't want to see people get screwed out of like, oh, we, we really loved Buff the Vampire Slayer. So here's a new Buff the Vampire Slayer that has nothing from the one that you like before because we can't get Sarah Michelle Geller as Buffy again. Although we, she for some reason came back for some weird cruel intentions sequel way down the line of that. Yeah, uh, I didn't realize Mr. Robot comes back on Sunday. And there's another one. I watched and loved the first season of Mr. Robot. And it got weird. I have not watched anything past it. It got weird. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was already it. weird, but it was really good weird. You know what NBC needs to do? Bring back Saved by the Bell. They are. Oh, yeah, that weird fucking whatever. No, they're bringing out a new Saved by the Bell, and apparently Mark Paul Gosselier is playing the the mayor. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it sounds fucking stupid where it's like an alternate reality or something, or an alternate timeline where he's the mayor and he's trying to shut down the school. Or... So he's the building now? Yeah, basically. And just because you're losing your hair doesn't mean you have to do that. He's on that new spinoff from Blackish. Paul Gosselier. Why does, when I was Googling him to see what he looks like now... The second result is his mom. Is his mom like uncharacteristically hot? I don't mom. know. Either that or she died. Oh. Nope, she didn't die. I just Or she's a hot dead person. She might be a hot dead person. Everyone's into a hot corpse once in a while. Um why am I fucking she's a flight attendant. And she's Indonesian. Why do I care about this person? I'm we're getting away. Maybe from she this. tweets. Hmm. There's an article. The unauthorized story. Oh, what? yeah, I don't fucking care. He wrote a book. The unauthorized story of Zach Morris's mom. Yeah, well, it's called the unauthorized story. The unauthorized Saved by the Bell story. Oh, that know. movie they did. Yeah. Yeah, that was whoa. He smoked pot with his mother when he was eighteen. Okay. Right. Oh, clutch my pearls. Yeah, I don't really know. That's weird. If he was like 12, I could see caring a little more. Yeah. The only one who would like really feel dumbfounded by that is probably the, the girl who played Lisa. Ooh, what is she up to? <laughs> uh, she went very Christian, I think, after the show. Lisa Toro. Um, oh, yeah. Lark Voorhees. She's got a weird face. Sorry. I know she's listening. <laughs> um... But not with her face. Well, um, her ears are attached to her face. You don't know. Okay. Well, <laughs> they, I didn't, they might not be her real... I mean, I thought weird. They might not be her... Um, She looks like she had some work done. And to me, that looks... That. When it looks unnatural, they look weird. Like everyone bad. on the Jersey Shore now. Everybody on the Jersey Shore when it started. No, I mean, they were at least like normal weird. Now they're like fucking plastic weird. Ah. <sighs> I would uh, still have sex with Pauly D, though. <clears throat> Did you say with Pauly D? Hmm? Oh, with, sorry. With Pauly's D. I don't know what any of those words meant. <laughs> Pauly D's the one with the blowout. His head looks I like a Reese's peanut butter cup. I could not place anybody from that show. All right. And this I, is going to be the last episode of the Podcast of Terror, because Corey has not ever seen anything about the Jersey Shore. You know what? We're turning this into a Jersey Shore podcast. The Jersey Shore cast. Well, now I am terrified. <laughs> Just finally something to fucking scare me. Uh, I might want to do that. I remember a commercial with the situation and uh, Sarah Palin's daughter after she had 
when she was a teenager, she got pregnant. And then yeah. I don't know if they were both on Dancing with the Stars together, but then they did some commercial about using condoms for sex or, or in her case, or abstinence. And she's like pitching abstinence right before she gets knocked up a second time out of wedlock. And, uh, <laughs> in situations like, and I got to get a condom so I don't have the situation fall into a situation oh. with a situation. And just like, kept, I think he utter stuttered himself into his own like fucking time loop. Yeah. But it was just the worst fucking example of like two people that definitely are, are poster children for not having unprotected sex who should still not be telling me about having protected sex it's it's like no i mean it's is... it's a little different than if the situation was giving someone tax advice right but at least i mean he was taxing know. my ability not to vomit <laughs> that was the only thing he was paying taxes on hey oh no no i mean i guess if you want we could talk about this movie we can talk about the movie i would like to movie, i would like to preface that i watched the prophecy before heavy drinking and that was your first mistake. Mm-hmm. If I was smart, I would have rewatched it. <sighs> what? I don't know. Don't it, judge it sounds me. like you've got something to say. I, I don't. Oh, fucking. <laughs> um, Erica said we should talk about Taco Bell and Hereditary. I watched Midsummer. I was really expecting you to say something when I told you. I have. I haven't seen it yet. I know. It's not, I don't want to. I don't want to prejudge it. I'm. It's I'm, not terrible. No, it's, you it's, said that you enjoyed it. It's very strange. Not Anthony terrible. said that he really liked it a lot. Yeah. And and yeah, but Anthony liked Hereditary, so everything he says no, he is completely. Anthony didn't like Hereditary. Who he went right Heredi- from saying that he didn't like that to saying he was going to see Midsummer, and I was very interested to know what he felt about that. Well, who after said they liked Hereditary? We haven't found anybody who likes Hereditary yet. Who fucking liked it? Someone liked it out there. Someone out there, I'm sure, hmm. but. Not on our show so far Let's that we see. know that, that nobody that we've asked has has laid claim to being the person who can I say, can't. oh, Hereditary was great. All right. Well, yeah, Midsummer's is pretty good. I recommend checking it out. Now, let's talk about some Taco Bell menu updates. Um, they've added the Toasted Cheddar Chalupa. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. The shell is a little too crunchy. They still got the Grando Nachos box uh, in case you're interested in a little Taco Bell treat. The Black Bean Crunchwrap Supreme is back for all of you weird non-meat eaters out there. They've also made a black bean quesarito. And that's going to do it for this week's Taco Bell Minute. Call me when the Cholito comes back. I feel like you made that up. Cholito. Oh, dude, I the wedding that I... originally called the Cholito, and then it was changed <laughs> to the Chili Cheese Burrito because people oh. felt Cholito was not Chili Cheese expressive. Burrito was fucking great. The wedding that I was at had taquitos. Oh, yeah. That's one of the things that I was very excited to see those. Yeah, you um, roll shit up and fry it in a ugh. tortilla shell or a goddamn uh, egg roll bun or yep. whatever. It's fucking stuffed food. I had some mozzarella sticks that were wrapped in wonton wrappers yesterday. Yeah. Oh, those are so goddamn, goddamn. good. Goddamn. I know. So, mozzarella sticks. Uh, <laughs> fried or breaded? Um... Okay, what what do you mean fried or breaded? Because do you go deep fried in a batter or do you go? Oh, breaded? oh, batter and so. Ow! I just yanked my headphones out of my fucking ears. Um, I prefer batter f- and then fried. If I'm yeah, batter fried. Wonton is king, but batter and fried is second. Yeah, I mean, I thought my entire life I thought breaded mozzarella sticks was the way to go, and then. This place, uh, this fish fry place out by us in in, uh, in California, yeah, had had battered mozzarella sticks, and goddamn, they were just so phenomenal. And yeah. of course, can't find them here. Um, someone's got to have them around. Someone. I mean, mozzarella sticks themselves are not the big <laughs> thing out here as I thought they were going to be. Eric is pissed about me bringing up the mozzarella sticks. I was I I was texting her while I was eating them. I'm like, you got to fucking find these things. They're so goddamn good. <laughs> um, where did you find them? It's it's. A bar called The Bar. There's like four of them around. It's it's like a local place. It's pretty nice. They have decent wings. They have uh, like... 50, Just full of really tense lawyers? 50... <laughs> no, it's a sports bar. Um, and there was no Packer game, so it was pretty dead. But it was... Uh, they, have, they had 50 cent wings, so I got like 15 wings and an order of mozzarella sticks and a single beer. Yep. It was pretty good. Um, 
The Prophecy. The Prophecy. So I really like the concept. Like I've always been really fascinated by the concept of like angels versus demons, hell coming to earth, and all that shit. Um, but the acting was god awful. And and you have Christopher Walken being Christopher Walken while trying to be like a demon. I it's so three of the actors in this came straight out of Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Like it, which Mortensen. is weird, right? Like Pulp Fiction was released the year before. This was 1995. Pulp Fiction, I think, was 94. Mm-hmm. And we got Christopher Walken. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Eric Stoltz. And I do not remember the actress's name, unfortunately, but she played Honey Bunny in the, the diner scenes in the movie. And you motherfuckers move and I'm going to blow your fucking head off. Oh. I also uh, didn't care for the fact that Adam Goldberg was in this. Do you not like Adam Goldberg? Um, is it because you're siding with Adam F. Goldberg because you love the Goldberg? <laughs> it's not that. I just didn't like his character. It could really could have been anyone. I don't feel like he added or took away from it. No, I, that that it, that's the thing. Is like we're used to seeing Adam Goldberg and other stuff as as a a bigger thing. And and you got to watch his episodes, friends. Now that I mention it, <laughs> uh, but his role and and Honey Bunny's role. It, as just kind of like Renfield's to steal from another podcast <laughs> Renfield uh, to to Watkins Gabriel, they don't do a lot, and and I it's I didn't think they did a fair explanation when we first see him of understanding that he had just committed suicide, but Gabriel was keeping him alive. They explain it more later on, but it, like his whole attitude that entire time isn't well explained. But I do want to point out that the guy who played Thomas is Casey Jones from Teenage yes. Turtles 1 and 3. That, that always think of him as Casey Jones. Mm-hmm. And it's the, the friend with Eric Stoltz uh, from Some Kind of Wonderful. Mm. The punk dude who uh, was sketching pictures of his girlfriend without skin. I only care about him as Casey Jones. I mean, he was really cool as, as Casey Jones. He's He's been in a lot of stuff. He plays a cop in a lot of stuff. He's been in a lot of stuff. Uh, Virginia Matson, who is someone that I always feels like I feel like is she's way underrated. Um, but I go back to Electric Dreams, uh, which was the movie where the computer came to life and tried to romance her with playing music, and she played the cello. Um, but I just she does so many things, yeah, and yet it seems like she never really gets the due that she's earned. Uh, that, like I don't hear people talk about her being in Sideways as much as some of the other people that were in it, but and I haven't seen the film. Oh but she's shit! Goddamn yeah. Candyman! You know she's yep. she's done so much, such a range of things, and I don't know, man. I just I always liked her. I always thought she was cool. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with her. Do you want to give a synopsis? Since I drank. Uh, Okay, this is one's a little weird. Mm-hmm. So it starts out with uh, Casey Jones. We're just going to refer to him as that. It's easier <laughs> than Cody is, whatever his name is. Uh, Casey Jones is a, an altar boy in a church. He's about to become a priest. He's about to get ordained. I like how he's the same age when he's getting ordained as the fast forward when he's now a cop. But the they way. do the best they can. But he's got no hair, so it's like it, the the wig they put on him later is like really stands out. Uh, but yeah, so he. His buddy gets ordained, everything, and he's kind of like having weird bits going on in his head. And he goes yeah. to lean forward to to kiss the ground and and sacrament himself. And uh, <laughs> and then he has visions of this war between angels and demons, and and Earth, and it's getting torn up in the crossfire of it. I mean, it's all implied. Uh, the effects in this very much of that time kind of remind me of the effects from things like uh, Nightbreed. Every time they show the dark, it's like that came some sort of like swirling blue light filter kind of thing and stuff moving around a little too fast and flashes. So it, it part of the, the fact is the movie has such a time point that it's it's made in that it feels really dated for that reason. Um, but yeah, so he has these visions and he decides, well, can't be a priest now. Don't believe in in my faith is shattered. So I'm going to be a cop. So the next thing you see him is he's a cop. Sounds about right. And he meets up with this dude who comes into his 
It's home after. What is somebody killed? Something happens. Like I know that some shit goes down and like he shows up at a murder scene. Oh, that's after. It, it's weird. It's like the angel just shows up at his house. Yeah. Yeah. So this angel, uh, Eric Stoltz, you're 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 should have been Marty McFly, but wasn't. <laughs> uh, he's in there, and so every time an angel comes around, the first thing they do is they perch on something because they don't have bones, they don't have a lot of body weight. Although they have two sets of genitals, so what are you gonna do? Uh, <laughs> but they don't work. Uh, so they perch on something. They're standing on the backs of chairs and everything. It's like, oh, that chair should flip over, shouldn't it? Oh, something's weird, but it doesn't matter. Eric Stoltz shows up and says, hey, something's going down, but he's all cryptic and shit, and he leaves. And then he, the next thing we see is Stoltz's character gets attacked by another angel dude uh, who doesn't have eyes. Yeah. And uh, so this is where I start to look at the screen, and I go, this reminds me of Highlander. Because uh, mm -hmm. it's these dudes in trench coats just meeting each other up and like trying to kill each other, and it seems like there's a there could be only one kind of thing. And then I looked it up, and this movie was written and then directed by the guy who wrote Highlander. Mm. And it, it all kind of made sense. I was like, oh, okay, it's Highlander with angels. That's fine. I get it. Uh, I see what you're doing, Monty. <laughs> so that guy dies. Uh, Casey Jones shows up at the crime scene, and that guy's got his book in his apartment. Uh, that he wrote about, you know, losing your faith in religion or whatever. Uh, probably listened to a lot of R.E.M. at the time. And, uh, yeah. And so he's, like, now on this thing of, well, this is all fucking weird. And this guy's got no bones and two sets of genitals and eye sockets, but no eyes ever. Like, there's no actual organs in there from the eyes. He's like, this means something. Uh, meanwhile, Stoltz, who's a little beat up, goes to this town... Oh, first, shit. Like, this is this is how convoluted the plot is. Like, I'm already forgetting big key points of it. So this uh, military dude has died. And I, I guess that's part of why they're they're following it. Yeah, the corner is fun. Um, military dude dies. The, the paper is talking about that in the apartment. So I think that's where Casey Jones decides he's going to follow out where that is. Uh, Eric Stoltz go to, goes to the funeral for the dude. Uh, French is him in his coffin. Sucks yeah. out his soul. Mm -hmm. And then goes to a elementary school uh, on, a, I think, a Native American grounds because there's a lot of Native American kids mixed in with, uh, with the classes there. And a lot of this takes place in a, in a Native American lands and stuff as it goes on. But he, uh, he finds this little girl, Mary, and then all of a sudden he's making out with her. That was weird. And yeah, uh, that was very but puts, puts the the military guy's soul into her body. And then he's all like half dead in the school. And that's when uh, Gabriel shows up and and finishes him off. He's like, I need that man's soul. I love that man because uh, that man was a fucking horrible. The worst person in the world, like literally the worst per like a like a Keith Oberman skit on his on his old show. The worst person in the world because uh, he's like does all these war crimes and stuff and people don't really know that he's considered a military hero but secretly he's been like skinning people's faces and shit mm -hmm. just like the worst i like the weird face box that they find later yeah exactly yeah. you know not what i would call a face box <laughs> anyway so gabriel wants to find that guy's soul because that soul is going to be used to help win the war between the angels who are against God to try to win God's favor so that he loves them again to take that away from the humans versus the angels who are still true to God and want to protect the planet and everything. Mm -hmm. And like, we don't really need all this love shit, you know, and it's all this pride stuff. Um, that's what this thing's about. It's like, you don't love me. I'm going to destroy the world so that you love me again, which is the same fucking plot from Dogma. <laughs> Didn't even think about that. Isn't it? Mm -hmm. Like, you add Jay and Silent Bob to this, it, first of all, it's a much better movie. And uh, secondly, it's just, it's the same shit. Yeah. Um, 
and I don't blame I don't blame Kevin for ripping it off. Good for Kevin. No, not at all. Um, I do want to point out. We got to see my Hayek dance. So woof. Ooh yeah. Um, (laughs) Beat mentioned that the dead angel had a Bible with parts that weren't in a quote unquote modern Bible. Right, that's true. Uh, a twenty-third chapter, yeah, he claims of, of Revelation, somewhat important. I just yeah. think he's being a dick. <sighs> um, so that was that was yeah. So what happens? So Virginia Matson, who's the teacher at the school, uh, teams up with Casey Jones mm-hmm. to try to protect the little girl. Uh, whereas Gabriel's like, I gotta, I gotta get that little girl to get that soul. There is a scene where. He is talking to little kids and he's looking inside their mouths, I think, to try to find the soul. I wasn't quite sure why I was looking at people's teeth, uh, but he does have them blowing on a trumpet, which I thought was just excellent. <laughs> yeah. Gabriel's I mean, trumpet. He's like, yeah, this is a special trumpet. There was Put a little mouth on this. A lot of weird stuff that happened in this movie. A lot of weird stuff. Yeah. So the little girl starts to display memories and things, talking about stuff about how she killed people in war. Because she's talking like she's the the dude whose soul she's got in her, and uh, we talked a little bit about Gabriel's sidekick, about Adam Goldberg. Yeah, he was, he was fine. Yeah, but do you think that the movie would have been? Do you think it would have sucked more? Okay, I'm, I don't know how to word this. Do you think the movie would have been different without him there? Like, no. It it seemed like the the idea of needing somebody. He it, it's kind of hilarious. It's like, why do you need me alive? to to help you out well because i can't drive right that's that's what they that's the explanation we get when he brings the woman back from dying of cancer right when she's on the verge of death and she just wants release he's like yeah i'm I'm not doing that you're you're stuck with me for a while she's like why why do you even need me and he's like because i can't drive it seems like a really loose a loose plot point yeah in her case and in the and in goldberg's case they both just like I'm I'm just beating up on you and to kill me. Just fucking kill me. Just yeah. just do this for me and everything. And it, it, yeah, they that really didn't add anything. I guess it's a flavor, but you're right. Both mm. characters had almost nothing to do with it. Didn't have enough screen time to develop or anything. We just get the fact that Gabriel's such a dick. He will keep you from death for his own, not just amusement for needs. I mean, um, he is he he is the devil. No, he's not though. Well, Gabriel. Um, but he tries. Oh to no! Be. Sorry. Yeah, Vigo Mortensen is the devil. My bad. Vigo Mortensen is the fucking devil. Yeah, you are very right. I'm sorry. <clears throat> and so that that's just it. So in in the desert, which I think is where the devil always pops up. Yeah. Uh, which explains Vegas. Uh, he he shows up to Virginia Matson's character and says, "Hey, you know, just so you know." I, I'm part of this too, and I don't like what they're doing. He he conveys the plot to to the these characters. It's like, yeah, they they need this soul to try to win the war between the the different factions of angels, and then they'll create heaven into another hell. And he's like, and I think that's one hell too many. So I'm on your side on this. And then he goes and talks to to Casey Jones the next day, and pretty much says the same thing. But he does give him an explanation of like, yeah, it confront. Gabriel with the fact that this is all about his pride. Yeah. And that will that will turn the tides in your favor, which is weird because it seems like the devil could have just done that. But then the devil is made of lies, so yep. I don't know. But Vigo Mortensen really brings a gravitas of this that even Walken doesn't. Like Walken's Walken, and he's he's solid in being who he is. Well, right, right. If the character is Christopher Walken, he's pretty good at it. Right. Uh, and that's that's essentially what that is. Yeah. But Viggo Mortensen is a badass Lucifer. Like when he when he speechifies, when he sits there, when he shows up, he just he brings an electricity to it mm-hmm. that the movie was otherwise missing. And so you look forward to his scenes, I think, more than anything else. And the rest of it just kind of is extraneous 90s horror. Yeah. Do you see beats beats point? the devil mentioning how no soul went to heaven for the last millennia was chilling. There were some really cool parts in it and like cool concepts. There um, were some good ideas. Yeah. I don't but know the, if they did it now, if it would be better. I'm impressed that Christopher Walken not only did this movie, but came back for two of the sequels. 
I saw that there were more than one, but I didn't pay any attention to who was I think there were like five, and he did the first three. And and like heel turns four sequels, yeah. Either in the second or the third one. Like he, he oh, turns I feel into like we a talked guy. about he this before. He, he made mistakes. I want to say we talked about it because there's prophecy two, the ascent, and then uprising and forsaken. Yeah. So uh, prophecy two, and and I have not watched these ever. Uh, this way I remember seeing in the theater. Uh prophecy two, he escapes hell or Lucifer kicks him out of hell, same sort of line of like the Two Devils is one too many. Yeah. Oh my God, Glenn Danzig's in two. Sorry. Oh, rock on. <laughs> Fucking, I mean, oh, now I got to watch two. All right. Be seeing Doug Bradley, uh, Pinhead showed up too. In, oh, yeah. in this one or in the sequel? Doug Bradley. I don't know. But hmm. yeah, it, what you were saying though is that this storyline, this idea, I don't remember how many other things had done this before. But this was certainly like a big step into, okay, we're going to have angels and demons fighting each other. And we've had things like Legion and, like I mentioned mm-hmm. already, Dogma mm-hmm. and stuff. So there's been good examples of this. Legion even had a spin-off TV series that was on Sci-Fi for a while that was <sighs> did not impress me after Legion. Legion's a pretty solid movie. Um, and so I, I like that. And even the idea of the Highlander angels versus angels kind of thing. Is is cool. I mean, I was watching the Highlander TV series pretty close to around the time this came out. Yeah. Uh, so I, I like that aesthetic, but Eric Stoltz' character kind of comes and goes pretty fast. You know, uh, two angels die really quickly in this so that it doesn't seem like there's enough in it to feel like any of them are that powerful. Mm-hmm. And so having to fight Walken, it doesn't seem that impressive. They they often, with the help of the devil, um, Lucifer's the one who tears his heart out, which is, I guess, how you have to finish them off to kill them. <sighs> yeah, th- yeah, yeah. I mean, I could see that. You have to do something extreme to kill kill them, but... Yeah, somewhat extreme. But, like, yeah. even just taking bullets and stuff, they, they fall apart pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, it it seems like it goes halfway to being something that could be really cool and, and takes a lot of stops along the way that if you had eliminated those and and focused more on the on the more prime story of it, mm-hmm. maybe it could have been better. But it's still it was nineteen ninety five. So at that point in time, our expectations were for this kind of movie, especially, not high. No. No. Um But would they be high now? I think at this point in time, horror as a genre is looked at in the way that like comic books have been elevated. Like when I was a kid, comics weren't seen as cool. It wasn't until the graphic yeah. novel movement that they started to become really cool. And now everybody's like comic nerd fan in, in some way or another. And, and I don't want to imply that anybody is more of a fan than another person just because they like it a certain way or they like certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think horror has done a lot of the same stuff. It's like it took a long time for horror to be taken seriously as a genre. And even then, it's still certain kind of horror movies that stand out that are like, oh, well, this this crosses the boundaries of horror into this other thing. It's like Us is is a horror movie, but it's also this. And Silence of the Lambs is a horror movie, but it's also this psychological thing. And, and uh, Hereditary is horror, but it's also two fucking hours too long. And that kind of oh, thing. Oh, damn, okay. Yeah, it's just... but. But I still think there's such a drive to the horror community. And part of it is because of the internet. Like, people find yeah. each other with this stuff. Mm-hmm. So, where it, it's it's not like it was ever closeted. But if you were a horror fan, what you were, you like slasher movies, you like B movies, that kind of stuff. They were always considered B movies. And now it's like, no, these things can be high end movies. They can win awards, they can win Academy Awards. Um, I, I think that, yeah, it would be different now. Yeah. But it would also probably be done by Bloomhouse and Yeah, I mean I'd be curious if they try to do something similar now or even if they remake it. Like there's I mean there's a very real possibility that they will remake this movie. Um but I'd be curious what it would look like. Well, again, go back a few years and watch have you ever seen Legion? 
Um, I feel like I did. So Legion's a, a war between angels. It takes place at yeah. a, a diner where all these people are. It has, uh, I think, Dennis Quaid. And I don't remember who else is in it. Uh, Paul Bettany is the main angel in it. And and Aaron always would put it on and finally got me to watch it one day. And it's a it's a solid little flick. I mean, again, it wasn't hugely popular. It wasn't a, a giant success, but I think it's a good movie. And the fact that it did get to have a spinoff series on sci-fi. Granted, sci-fi also around that time did the Flash Gordon TV series that just looked like a downgraded version of Power Rangers. But still, you know, how often does that happen that you get a a solid horror movie that gets to spin off into a TV show. Um, I mean, the vampire slayer Hannibal, but that Hannibal came out a long time after. And Oh, you're saying another thing that's looked at as being, while not successful as far as viewership, hugely, hugely popular with the fan community. Yeah. And was really well made and gorgeous and could still come back. I keep saying. Yeah, I don't know. I, I should probably watch it. I didn't watch it. Yeah, that's that's one of those things I need to get to and watch the whole series. Yeah. yeah. Um, where are we in this movie? I feel like we kind of finished it off. Okay. It, that's the thing. It just sneaks up on you. Yeah. We're at the part where all of a sudden the music kicks in, and while it sounds like a soul, you'd be surprised to find out that it's actually the third album from Skid Row. Ooh. Did you know that? that? Did you? No, did you I had make no fucking credit? clue. I thought that was a joke. No, I'm. Oh, I'm. No. 100 serious. So I've never listened to anything by Skid Row past Slave to the Grind, which is the second album. And I hear this song playing it in this movie, and like I'm thinking, wow, this sounds typical 90s. Like listen to that twangy guitar. That sounds like Collective Soul, but some weird singer over it. And I'm like, holy shit, that's Sebastian Bach. And and this is off of their third album, which I guess was his last with the band. But yeah, it, it was the album that was produced by Bob Rock as opposed to their normal producer. Uh, and they commonly they will not play anything from the album live hmm. uh, because they just they hated it. Good old Bob Rock. Having I mean, they they had nothing bad to say about Bob. You know, Bob's well, a great producer. Bob Rock also helped Metallica make Saint Anger. Yes. And that's what they also compared it to. In fact, I think one of the things Sebastian said about the album is like, this is our Saint Anger. Uh, because everything produced around that time sounded really bad, like poor production values. Again, the 90s was a weird time for a lot of stuff. Like we, we discovered all these effects and we just had to use all of them. It's like how in the 80s when we discovered the studio keyboardists could play all the different instruments that it used to take real live band members to play. Yeah. And so everything became a synthesized hot fucking mess and uh, <laughs> it just plays in an elevator now. And you just scream to get out of it, and that's your your M Night Shyamalan movie. It's it's that same sort of deal as like, oh look, we discovered. It's like when you're a kid and you discover your dick, and you just want to play with your dick all the time. I mean, you're not past that yet. I was going to say, yeah, there, you'll understand. I'm literally playing with my dick right now. I believe it, <laughs> which is amazing because it means that you put down your phone. Well, man, you got shit to do. I got to watch pornography on my phone to play with my dick. <laughs> kind of go hand in hand yeah so this movie if nothing else this movie put me on this rabbit hole dive into like hair metal bands and what happened to them when they when they suddenly broke up and i'm like oh yeah and and how many albums did Janie lane stay with warren on uh before they kicked him out and got a lute singer and all things i never thought of yeah that's but that was my saturday night man i was just Oh, I'm going to check this out now. Oh, wow. I remember that album. Oh, I never listened to that. That's great. Hmm. It's not great. It's good. <laughs> It'll do the job. I, I guess we can rate this then? Yeah. Um, The old Mary fuck kill. What What would you do to her? I, I want to say that there are parts of this that make it worth seeing once. Yeah, I agree. That that's a, exactly where I'd leave it. Is is like if you're if you're drunk like mad on a Saturday at a wedding, and and you wind up in the closet with a bridesmaid, 
Hmm? Or or a, a, a groomsman. Hmm, doesn't matter. Whatever your preference. I kissed a man on Saturday. I really don't kind of remember. Yeah. Uh and 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 that's and that's just it's a it's a good time in the moment, then you just leave and try not to think about it again. Yep. That's this movie. Beat saying that the second prophecy is better. Well, he said stronger, I guess. But let him clarify if stronger means better, but that means it's pH balance for a woman. <laughs> oh, classic. Christopher Walken chews the scenery. That's like, pretty like, much what Christopher Walken does. Like, does he really chew the scenery, or are you just saying he's really good at it? I don't. I, I hear that term all the time, and and certainly when I hear it and connected to an actor, mm-hmm. I see this the similarities between the people that they're talking about that do that. But I've never quite understood what it means. I, I haven't taken the time to look it up. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I care enough to look it up either, but I agree with what you're saying. I think it's just kind of like they they sit there and they will act the shit out of something no matter what's going on. Yeah. And it's like you just kind of, you, you're just sort of, oh, okay, yeah, what's happening? Doesn't matter. Just just, just go keep, with it. Yeah. Keep watching him. Just, just yeah. Bite, bite the pillow. Nicholas Caging, that, that's fair. Uh, who's the asshole from Family Guy? Uh, Seth McFarlane. No, no, the the asshole is like they keep having him gone there and like take over Peter's life or or take over his identity. The the actor James Woods. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. Like, don't follow the fuckwit on Twitter or anything, but uh, wow, damn. Yeah, okay. you, if you watch some of his stuff, he's a, he's a scenery tuner. Tour. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Well, I'm. I guess I. So, so what did you go with? I went with a. Is it technically considered a fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Technically. I'll, I'll do the same. I know we're starting to get a little too. Like probably got a bit of whiskey dick. There's but. an open marriage in there. There's a fuck with an option. There's heavy petting. Yeah. This I, is whiskey dick fuck. This is like. It's not my best. It's not your it, best. We're not going to talk about this. Fuck. Right. It's not a secret shame so much. It's just like we're not really even going to think about it again. It doesn't doesn't quite count right right could be worse it's like the the girl who was supposed to be a virgin in monster squad Ooh. it's like well that guy but he doesn't count <laughs> oh boy all right well i don't know what we're I mean, doing technically next. just penetration oh jesus you're still on this <laughs> i'm not gonna make you stop Go i've for got it. way too little experience about sex to hold back <laughs> on what i think it must be like all right, Beat's happy. So Beat did recommend this, and he's happy that it wasn't a double kill. No, no. It, 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 in I all wanna... fairness, it, it's. I I watched it before. I wasn't mad about having to watch it again. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to see the second one, to be honest. Yeah, and I I thought about that too. It was like, oh, should I, should I do what I like to do, which is I just watch this one, and now I'm going to go and do extra homework. Uh, but I. It was three o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah, no, you shouldn't be. You should be asleep, little buddy. Um, no, not on my Saturdays. Don't know how you do it. I'm. I am gonna watch that Legion TV show though. No, not the show. Watch the movie. I've I've seen the movie. Okay. I remember seeing the movie. I so I, I didn't get watch. far into the show. I think I maybe got twenty minutes into the first episode of the show, <sighs> and I was like, oh, this feels like it's a sci-fi show. Everything's taking place in some you know old airbase hangar uh that's all dark so that you can't see the fact that it's just a bunch of steel walls around and that's why it feels hollow god damn it it's it's just their production values are what they are yeah but sometimes they hit magic sometimes they have a really fun show like winona Earp, which is based off a really cool comic so it helps but they've done great stuff with that show i i enjoyed killjoys for a little bit you know they they have the ability to make fun stuff outside of the fact that the production values are not high, you know, but that's Doctor Who. Yeah. Which I know it's your favorite. <laughs> Something like that. Um, yeah, so like I said, I don't know what movie I'm doing next week. So Corey gets two weeks off. He's going on vacation, a much-needed vacation. Um, I, I have no idea who's going to be here next week and what movie I'm doing. That's but, good. But I do know that next week, which I think Corey's really happy to not be here for. It will be Saw 3 and 4 
with, with Randy Fitzsimmons. Um, <clears throat> I'm really hoping to bring Danny Glover back. Um, that, that is that has got to be the ultimate goal for this podcast now. Is just to bring Danny Glover back. <laughs> a movie with Danny Glover. Uh, Randy did say he does want to record the longest episode we do have. So that would be anything north of three and a half hours. All right, guys. That means that whatever happens to you listening to that episode, it's premeditated. So you can actually take Matt to the judge and lock him <laughs> up for life. Yeah. We're, so we're going to be recording that on a Friday night. Uh, Friday, October 11th, because that's what works before I go out of town. To get drunk at a wedding? No, I'm going for work. Oh, for I'm going get to drunk Denver. At a work <laughs> I'm going to Denver for a conference, so I'm going to get drunk for work. Yeah, yeah, that's just playing playing my cards right, I guess. I used um, to get drunk for high school. Wow. Well, drunk in high school. Oh, I guess it's different. That makes a little more sense. You get you get drunk in honor of your high school. I used to drink in my vocational class. <laughs> We would go to lunch, uh, get whatever fast food or whatever, and I, then on the way into my my vocational graphics class, mm-hmm. uh, my buddy Darren started pouring a bunch of booze into my half-empty Mountain Dew big gulp cup, and so I'm sitting there and I'm drinking this in class, and Darren, who was quite the lush, uh, got pulled out of class to go to um, basically to rehab. And uh, as he's getting pulled out, I'm just sitting there still sipping this whatever the fuck you threw in there. Uh, like, bye, Darren. A delicious cocktail. Yeah, that's um, pretty good. I guess Erica wants to do Scream 3 when you come back. I'm all for it. Do we have to? Uh, yes. Damn it. We made a promise. Although Aaron was asking me to watch Brightburn the other day, and I said, mm. I can't. I'm oh, saving fuck. myself for Erica. Well, so, okay, so maybe we should do Brightburn. So, um, October 20th, that week, we have Anthony coming back, correct? Yep. To talk about abstraction, which I should probably respond to his message. And then maybe the week after that? Sure. Um, I mean, yeah. Now, now I've just turned the end of this episode into planning. That's that's what we do. Yeah. I like As opposed to telling people where to go to find us. Oh, uh, I guess you could do that at podcastterror.com. Podcastfortair.com. You can also find Matt on his other two shows uh, on Monster Madness Podcast yes. and on The Cast and the Furious. Yes. Also, I want to mention a friend of the show, David Luzader, uh, who we know from both Movie Go Round and from Rokebot Mountain, is one of the contestants on the new season of America's Nest Talk Podcaster, which another what? friend of the show, That's a show won last season. What? Uh, what? Yeah, Amy Frost won last season. Uh, made it through the whole thing. What the? Fuck? Did you not know this? I had no idea. Yeah, that's why she doesn't have time for you now, dude. Mm, uh, I'm sure that's why she doesn't have time for me. No, she does not have time. But no, I assume she doesn't have but, time. I just still am very convinced she doesn't like me. No, I think she does actually. <laughs> um, she's shown up here plenty. I mean, more than yeah, some. for you. She's here to hang out with you, not me. Oh. A lot of people anyway, come here to hang out uh, with you, not me. So David Luzader is uh, uh, this week. It just started. I, I started listening to the episodes a couple days ago. Is on Team One, and uh, yeah, there's 12 contestants. It's I don't know if it's officially on the Frog Pants Network, but it is uh, Brian Ibbett's show, and it's got Scott Johnson as one of the judges. Uh, Justin Robert Young is another judge. Hmm. Uh, they got Jenny Josephson as a judge this year, which I Jenny is amazing. She's always been fantastic on the stuff that she's done. With uh, Tom Merritt, and Tom Merritt is the coach, so it's it's a really fun show. It's got an huh. incredible cast of people behind the scenes, or as, as like the leads of it, and then all the contestants and stuff on there. Uh, so far, sound great, and it's it's fun to listen to. And if you're interested in podcasting yourself, all the advice and stuff that they give in the contests that they're doing is really good advice for people who want to start doing the shows too. But David's a, a great guy, and I'm excited for him. So I hope he goes far in this. Huh. I'd never ever heard of this. I guess you should. To, yeah, it's a good time. No, I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it. Interesting. All right. Like one of the things that I didn't know is that Amy used to do writing stuff for Galactic Network. Yeah, holy shit! I, I didn't idea. know that either. Yeah, exactly. Like wow. that's 
stuff I didn't know. So it's it's listen to your friends on their other shows. Well, if I knew about it, I would have listened to it yeah, a long I, time ago. Jesus. All right. So we're on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, Podcast Hair. Email us at pod at gncast.com, podcasthair.com. Corey? You can like the page on Facebook, or if you want to oh, yeah, really win our hearts, you can join the group. We made a group, Podheads, the uh, the Podcast of Terror page, or fan group, whatever fan it is. Group, yeah. um, where can people find you if you want them to? Uh, go to that page. Go to that group. Okay. Because I'll, I'll hang out there. I don't I don't have anything else <clears throat> myself really going on right now. No. All right. Um, Matt's on Untapped. Untapped, Instagram, Matt the Lifeguard, two Ds. Um... <laughs> be master and eric weren't mean enough this episode so i'm not gonna cry so yeah well, erica's gotta pace herself now she's got you two times a week when she's lucky um yeah, yeah. so yeah well, that's gonna do it for another episode of the podcast zero talk to you guys next week stay scary everybody Bye.